Now we're live. No. <laughs> hey. Oh. And look who this here, Cousin Shay. But hey, before we get to that, welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted T and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. Go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And we got Cousin Shay showed up this time. Big <laughs> orange balls. What's up, brother? <laughs> hey, buddy. What's going on? Oh, uh, well. Good news, bad news, Shane. Mm. And apologies for starting late. We don't have anybody in here, so I don't know if they can hear us. I don't know if they can see us, but I'm pretty sure they can. Yeah. But it says uh, it says we got one viewer, and I think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like back in the day, Mike, you know? <laughs> Just your family's calling in. <laughs> yeah. You guys did really good, you know? Yeah, yeah. so how was work? Let's let's start with that. Well, work's work, man, you know? I, I You got it. It is what it is. You guys know this. Once followers been here long enough, we, my, we do a good job kind of navigating around that schedule. And, and there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. One day we'll be able to do this exclusively and i think we're getting closer and closer every day but uh but for the time being yeah got paid for this light over here you know what i'm saying <laughs> well you know that's one thing uh we didn't really i mean we kind of thought about it but not really it's like live show you set a date you set a time yeah and then you're like oh yeah shit happens you know what i mean yeah. like, <laughs> well it's just, it's not just this it's uh it's like my my daughter plays softball you yeah. know and so uh, we're, we're going to have a couple of pick shows that are going to be Sundays usually aren't so bad, but it's, well, I say that it's that we've had them two too, in a row. Yeah. Okay, maybe it is a problem. Maybe I'm the problem, Mike, you know? <laughs> but enough about me, Mike, they're not tuning in to talk about Shane's work schedule. They want to know where the mayonnaise is. They want to know about yeah. the volunteers. They want to know about them. Ole Miss rebels. They want to know about Texas A&M. You know, it was a fantastic Kentucky. Come on now. Where you at? So it was a wild, wild. I'm telling you, I, I think I say this every Saturday, Mike, but <laughs> I truly think that this was the best weekend so far. Now, to be fair, half the fan bases are, are on the opposite end of that. But, but as far as content, man, we had some great, great games Saturday. Yeah, so I don't even know where to begin, Shane. Jeez. But I'm yeah. going to start just because you and I sat here and watched it together, brother. I have to go with that one. <laughs> Tennessee beats South Carolina 41 to 20. Uh, I mean, for me, this was this was kind of what I was expecting, Shane. Rushing attack that was that was epic for the Vols. 244 rushing yards. Jalen Wright, Jabari Small, Dylan Sampson, they all scored on the ground. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, but but shout out the defense, Shane. Yeah, six sacks, eight tackles for loss, one pick six, and Kamal Haddon, mm-hmm. who's <laughs> hey, he's been a fan. You know, I, what's the opposite of favorite? I I don't even want to say, but I'm giving him defensive player of the week, Come on, buddy, because I think he's earned it for all the shit he's taken, and and yeah. some of it warranted, I guess. But hey, you make a pick six that gave Tennessee a two score game. And even though the Gamecocks, they never quit, credit them, they never quit. But after that pick six, if to me, it felt like the Gamecocks were never going to win that game. How about you? Yeah, honestly, when this spread first came out, I was kind of surprised. I was thinking this is going to be a tight game. Obviously, the 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 negative in me even thought the Gamecocks 
could win this thing, you know, just the way that Spencer's been playing. And hey, hold up a second, Richard. Yeah. He says, nice way to start the pod talking about Tennessee's Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Listen, good not to I, I will say this, man. I was I was ready to just sing Spencer's praises. I was ready to 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 spring, uh, you know, to to, to kind of shed some light on positivity on that side of the ball. Yeah. But then he comes out with them dumbass comments, you know, and that one just, it got me. It got me. Sorry. He got me. He got yeah. a little childish there at the end. Well, let me say this, Shane, because I, you know, I, tr I like to troll. Yeah. I like to have fun with it. This is fun to me, Shane. All these, you know, tweets I send out and yeah, it may piss off one fan base, but yeah. the other 13 or 15 now are laughing. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to aim. Every, I mean, I, and I needle hell. You can talk to Vols. I needle the shit out yeah. of Tennessee. I, I needle everybody. But that being said, with all with all the kind of jokes I had and stuff, I mean, he's got no help. Spencer does. Mm -mm. He's running for his life. Six sacks. They could have had Dude. 12 sacks. Exactly. He's got no one to throw it to except for Leggett. They basically just shut him down. One run no, is all they had. No running attack. Yep. Yeah, one run. I mean, hell, Shane, we. It's not. it's not even a joke to say they got – one quarterback playing running back. They got another quarterback playing playing receiver, and it's and and no disrespect to Luke Doty and to carry on Joiner because that's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. But they they didn't move those guys because they're all world. Yeah, they moved them because they ain't got they don't have help exactly. You know what I mean? And and that goes before the offensive line, a new offensive coordinator. So I I still think Spencer Rattler's a damn warrior. I, absolutely. I, I, and again, I'm giving him a hard time just because because the comments. But you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. This this was an electric environment. The, these ball fans were extremely hungry. So were South Carolina fans. Yeah, Gamecocks were expecting to come in there and whoop some ass. And you know there was moments in this game you're like, uh oh, here we go. Tennessee's gonna blow it again. You know that's what I kept felt feeling like was gonna happen and happen. And just but just kudos for this defense. Just just man, I'm telling you what. It wasn't just one guy. It was the entire unit was just constant pressure back there on Spencer. Yeah. The secondary was a blanket. And, yeah, did did Spencer have any help? No, he didn't. He didn't have any help with his offensive line. He didn't have any help with his receivers. It's like as soon as you remove Leggett, it, it it was over. You know what I'm saying? They, they had no other option. I thought Trey would be, you know, that guy. I thought – you know, somebody else would emerge. Even Doty earlier this season had some some love out there, but they just didn't have anything. And and I want to, I, I don't want to just put it on just like the players, the coaching staff. They never had it. It seems like they had no answer for this pressure. You thought we'd see more screens. You thought we'd see more. And I, I get it. South Carolina probably doesn't want to ever see a screen again. But yeah. But against this relentless pressure that Tennessee was damned and determined to bring, you thought, hey, they're gonna play. They're gonna dial something up here in a minute to you know and get behind that wall. But they never did. Yeah, and it's pretty bad when you you throw out the fake punt and then you still oh, you, that you get was, nothing out of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a momentum play. That's you. You pull that out when you when things aren't working, and hey, they pulled it off. That, well, that, they got that was, me and you, man. <laughs> you know? that, that was Leggett's biggest play of the day. Was the damn fake punt. Absolutely, man. And uh, and keeping them on the field, we had to burn a timeout. It the momentum. There was opportunities in this game for South Carolina to get back in it and take the crowd out of it, but yeah. they just never capitalized on any of it. And you know, so like I said, Spencer. I I joked Spencer rattled, which. 
how could you not, man? How could you not if it's if, if it's coming at you 150 miles an hour? So South Carolina's in trouble, brother. I, I there's no sugarcoating it. It's just like the recipe got out there. And and it was other teams that helped Tennessee win this ball game. Other teams that are discovering how South Carolina's work. So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get back into the playbook, man, and they're gonna have to dial some something different because what they did Saturday it's it's either you're at a fork in the road. Yeah. Which which path are you going to take here? Uh, the game, Shane. I think one here. Tennessee seven of fifteen on third down. Yeah. South Carolina only two of fourteen. So they were they were getting stifled. Uh, but let me ask you this, Joe Milton, are you back on the bandwagon? Because after this big win, or you know, I don't I don't know how much of that you caught earlier when I did the part one of the show a couple hours ago, but. It just seems a little off with yeah. him, and, and I don't know. Maybe it's just I don't. I don't really have a, a way to really describe it, but it just seems kind of like labored, like it's like it's difficult for him to to have these intermediate. Thro- like we're surprised when he's hitting a slant. Yeah, like like those should be the easiest passes to hit in the in the in the damn world. But maybe his skill set is. I don't know. And again, I I think he gets criticized too much. They won the damn game. It was a yeah. con- convincing fashion. But we got some people on here saying, "Well, after I saw that." I think we can beat Bama. I think we can beat Georgia. I think we beat A and M. Are are you willing to go quite that far after this performance? No, no, I'm not. And and obviously losing Brew McCoy, you know, was was a big one. Uh, yeah. uh, he was a kind of a security blanket for Joe. And you saw some of those intermediate throws when he did have them. You know, even was it Palmer that was doing this one, or no? Who was a? I don't know who was commentating, but. They made some good points. Like, look at the speed. Jordan the velo- Rogers. Yeah, Rogers. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the velocity of some of these footballs that are coming out. And, you know, it's easy for us to criticize the receivers for having those drops. But but may- when you really watch the replay, I mean, it's being brought like a missile. And, yeah, I think that is good if you're going sideline to sideline. But when you're doing these slants and, and you got these guys in motion, I think it's a little bit tougher because you're talking about running around. And that's the the point he made was you've got to remember these kids are running 10, 15 yards. And as soon as they turn around, this this freaking missile's coming at them. Yeah. So it's the touch. That's, that's why we worry about it. But then again, we did see some more of that intermediate throwing that we didn't see earlier in the season. So again – that there is some of that chemistry that's coming around. And if they can keep that and keep developing that, that's why you're going to have the success in the running game. You mm-hmm. know, you if you don't have that, they're just going to put eight in the box and then Tennessee screwed, you know? Yeah. Last thing on this one, Shane, Tennessee 12-game home winning streak, longest home winning streak since 2000. And that's going to be tested coming up here if, if they can make it to the Georgia game. But uh, that'll be tough. You know? But <laughs> let's enough of that. We'll have time with that. What are we wearing for that one? What color jersey are we going to have for that one? Uh, Again, I could go any direction here. But I thought maybe the biggest surprise, not the outcome of the game, but just the fashion in which it was won, Shane. Kentucky, 33. Florida, 14. Kentucky jumped out to a 24 to nothing lead. Put that steam on them, Shane. Yeah. Ray Davis, 26 carries, 280 rushing yards, four total touchdowns. He has got to be Offensive Player of the Week for his incredible performance. How about this stat, Shane? Florida yards at halftime? Yeah. 
154. <laughs> Ray Davis yards at halftime, 233. <laughs> I mean, he was just, he was incredible. Florida missed 19 tackles. Yeah. Prior to that game against Kentucky, 27 missed tackles for the season. Yeah. So nearly doubled that. There was even one point, Shane, where Florida had damn 13 players on the goal line on defense. I saw it. Ray Davis still scored. And and that was just so inexcusable, Shane, because it was after an injury, it was after a timeout, and I believe it was after commercial break. Yeah. So there's no way in hell old Billy Napier and his <laughs> checklist can have 13 guys on the damn field after all that. Uh, I, I'm just disappointed that uh, Florida, I mean, they just got – they shit the egg right. all over themselves. It, it, it's Florida down, but it's yeah. also Kentucky up. They look yeah. like a a true contender in the East. Yeah, and, and well, kind of similar to South Carolina too. It feels like Florida has got a handful of weapons, and if they don't produce, they don't do anything. You know, Ricky can't do it all. You know, he, he right, I right. mean, he he's a human highlight reel when he does get the ball, but. You know, ETN can't do it all. It, it, they're going to need someone else to emerge and take some of the pressure off. Um, this defense, that, you want to talk about who won? I, I, obviously, Ray Davis is, is the MVP here. Of, <laughs> he just about almost won the Heisman yesterday, you know. But, <laughs> but I will say this, it was that defense as well. The, the, just the, the freaking play calling, the, the, unre- the relentless pressure on Mertz, it was just, it was well orchestrated, and they were just every. It almost felt like they had thirteen guys on the field sometimes. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, in fact, I paused it a few times to count. But uh, South or Kentucky, this was a big step for them. We kept having uh, a lot of question marks about that program. Like, are they legit? Are you know? Have they just not played anybody? Florida was somebody, and Florida came to their house. This is a game that notoriously is close. Was not close at all. Kentucky mm-hmm. didn't even have to throw the football. It was just an absolute baptism of foot. And, and what my favorite part is is the fans embracing the grocery store. You know, like <laughs> I, I saw one on KSR is like no yeah. coupons, no you know, you ain't getting no discounts up here at Kroger Field. So and boys to kick the shit out of, of Florida. Yeah, they really did. Shade three hundred and twenty nine rushing yards yeah. for Kentucky. Florida had only ninety six. And ETN had 20. I don't know what in the hell. This is just like the Utah game where we're not getting ETN the ball. I don't know what in the hell's no. up with that. That's just awful. And this team cannot play from behind. No. Florida is not built. They're built to 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 get a lead or keep it close and sustain drives. But as soon as they have to put up points in a hurry, that's the recipe to beat the Florida Gators. Now, one problem. I got I got to pick something here, Shane. Yeah. We got we to pick apart something. Yeah. Because we're we're on cloud nine if we're Kentucky. Mm-hmm. We're thinking we're gonna beat Georgia's ass in Athens. Yeah. We're gonna mud stomp his Tennessee Joe Milton. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and they hell, they they may very well do that. But one thing holding them back, Shane. Devin Leary. Yeah. And I hate to say it. Nine of 20, 69 passing yards, one touchdown, missed a a, a uh, another touchdown. He didn't have any interceptions. That, that was, and they didn't need him much. Right. But he just is is not lived up to the hype. And going into Georgia, into Athens, I mean, it's <laughs> it ain't gonna get any easier. Yeah. But I, I've said it, and I think I, I talk so much. I don't remember <laughs> when I said it or what I said, but I, I believe it was just on that earlier show. If he if he plays to a to his potential, yeah, 
they'll beat Georgia Yeah, in Athens. I truly believe that. But do I have confidence he'll do that? No, not really. I, right. I really don't because we're this is five games now. We when we see you for five five games, you kind of are who you are. I would I would think. What what's your thoughts on Devin Leary and and surprised that he's not playing better? Very surprised, especially when you have this type of rushing day. You know, you would imagine that play action would be wide open because they were starting to sell out toward the run, and we just weren't able to get it. You got three of the best receivers in the country. Uh, I there's no. No lack of talent floating around you. So, yeah, I'm discouraged. But a win's a win. Yeah. And, and like you said, they didn't really need him. And maybe maybe that's a good thing. You know, less film out there for the Georgia Bulldogs coming up. Mm-hmm. But you can't – you cannot play – speaking of Bulldogs, and we're going to talk about them all week, you can't play Georgia like this because if you do, you'll, you'll get destroyed. They will sell out to the run, and they will stop. Ray is good as he is, you know, so Leary's going to have to take that step forward. But again, you're sitting there five and oh, I, I, I mean, there's a lot of happy wildcat fans out there, but I do want to ask you on the other side, mm-hmm. it felt like Billy got a, got a hall pass after Tennessee game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> there he's, he, he has, well, that's been revoked. Son. I tell you, did you, do you feel it though? Did you feel oh, yeah. like a little, little well, heat coming from this one? I'll, I'll answer that just real quick. Yeah. Shay, but we got OG Ollie on the, yeah. he's watching. He said he, he got his tickets, uh, with his kids. Cause he's there. He's going to be there when Kentucky beats Georgia for the first time. <laughs> he wants his kids to be there in person. So I thought that was great. That'd be good. But yeah, no, I, Hall pass, no. I mean, yeah, they were all up all about Billy Napier now. Yeah. That's that's out. I mean, Florida fans are I don't want to call them fickle. That's probably not the right word, but they're they're they demand excellence, Shane. Yeah. This is the furthest thing from it. Yeah. This was piss poor. This was pitiful. What they showed against Tennessee, it, underdog, physically manhandling them on the line of scrimmage. They'll, that's what they want to see. Yeah, it was complete 180 against Kentucky. Right, and it's the same thing I say about, uh, you know, I've said about Saban and why he's on the decline and all that. Kentucky's got good players. There, there are players I would say that that Napier would trade for his own. Yeah, but that shouldn't be the case at Florida. Yeah, and I don't care that he's only been there two years and and Stoops been there ten years. In the NIL in the portal era, you can flip these things quick. Yeah. You you cannot be getting physically whipped by Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You can get beat by Kentucky, but you can't not three hundred and twenty nine rushing yards to ninety six. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be doing that shit when this is this is who, your DNA yeah. is pound it, pound the rock. He's one in seven, Shane, away from the swamp. Billy Napier is right, and that's going to haunt his ass because they got they got Georgia, they got uh, pull up at LSU. Yeah. I mean they're they're gonna they they're gonna have have many losses to yeah. come. If they play like they did on Saturday, I mean I don't know they make a bowl game. Yeah. And I'm trying not to overreact, but I mean I, I what is, I'm kind of out on what's them. what's their schedule? Because it does not get easier. Yeah, I'll pull it up right here. Uh so here's the Florida schedule. Vanderbilt, I mean, this must win territory already. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they lost to Van, and that's right. at home. They yeah. lost to them last year. Now, okay, we'll give them that one. Then we're at four wins. Yeah, at South Carolina, no, no. tricky. Yeah, they hate they hate you. Georgia, Bro. obviously in Jacksonville, Arkansas at home. That's a winnable game. You got to win it. 
Yeah. If you don't, bad news. At LSU, at Missouri, Florida State at home. I mean, it's there's yeah. there's not two there's not two games. Move move Vanderbilt aside. There's not two games that I look at and say Florida's winning. Now That's, I'm I'm not saying they'll lose them all, yeah. but there's not one on the schedule where I'm sitting here saying I'd pick the Gators. You I know? think that's the problem, though, is when you talk to uh, maybe maybe one that's not dialed in, probably not listening to that SEC podcast. Uh-huh. You know, just a, a claim to be a Gator fan, probably have a sticker on the back of their bumper. They're not worried about Kentucky. Right. They're not worried about Tennessee. They're not worried about Missouri. They're not worried about South Carolina. You know, that's just in their DNA. The, those are games they're expecting to win. Yeah, and then when you have losses. Like you, I mean, not just a loss, just a, a a damn blowout, Mike. I mean, there's no no way of sugarcoating this. It was all they could do to get some points on the board. You know, that's when you start getting again those those fired up fans and and Florida Gators. Damn, they can get fired up, Mike. Yeah, and you said two years in. I mean, if you put Deion Sanders down there in two years, you don't think he'd have a better roster? Mm. <laughs> I'm not saying he's coming, but <laughs> you you mentioned last week uh, or, or later last week uh, uh-huh. you were talking about Sam. Well, maybe we were just talking. Maybe this was off air. I can't remember. Like there's been so much stuff going on, but Arkansas being such a tough job to recruit a coach to, mm-hmm. you know. Is is there a name? Let's just just throwing this out there. If if the Florida Gators had an opening right now, is is it still a coveted position? Do you is there some of those those elite coaches still looking at Florida Gators right now as a as a permanent home? I don't I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. Yeah, great fans, facility, location, obviously the conference. Now it's a damn murderer's row. Yeah, and all your chief rivals. I mean, well, LSU maybe not anymore, but Georgia and Florida State look like title contenders. Yeah, LSU may may not be there, so there's challenges. I'm not saying it's easy, but yeah, I mean, we just can't be getting right pounded like this. I got you. You know, and this is not this is three in a row. Kentucky's beating Florida. That's yeah. what really stings. Yeah, and that's not all. That's not Billy Napier's fault. Two of them are, but that's not all Billy Napier's fault. First time since 1951. Yeah, that Kentucky's beaten Florida three in a row. So, think about that. They're saying in the comments, Florida's got a hell of a punter. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but that, that is not what you bigger want. Bigger win here. for Kentucky or bigger loss for Florida? Bigger win for Kentucky. Okay. And I'll tell you here, Shane, because we got a caller who's he's saying not only clearly because we were asking this last week is if Kentucky wins, are they the biggest threat in the East? He says that's not even debatable. They may be the best in the East. Hey, this is Cousin Shane from Kentucky. Y'all say y'all don't know who Kentucky is. Well, you know now. We just handled that team that easily handled Tennessee. So we're second in the SEC East easily. And I got to be honest, I like our chances against Georgia after today. Yeah, I've had a few bourbons. Love you guys, even though y'all some Tennessee homers. But Kentucky's legit. I think we proved it today. And looking forward to next week and go cats. <laughs> Cousin Shane's oh, like to drink, apparently. Them homers are everywhere, <laughs> ain't they? <laughs> now on the flip side, Shane, we got Florida fans. Yeah. By God. They're out on old Billy. We got we got another call right here. Hey, this is Rob Lawless. I'm a huge Florida fan. This shit's gotta end. 
Billy Napier is now, now, now. Granted, Mike, Mike and cousin, I, I, I come from the Spurrier years, so you got to bear with me. Billy Napier is the biggest piece of, and you might want, you might want to exit this out, dog shit that I've seen as a Florida fan. I'm 55 years old. I said I came from the Spurrier years. Those were the golden years. Urban, after him. Billy Napier is the biggest piece of dog shit. One in seven outside the swamp. One in seven outside the swamp. Mike didn't. I thought you guys pumped up Billy a little bit this year. Sunbelt Billy. And from now on, I'm calling him Sunbelt Billy. I don't know. Do we hire Mark Stoops? I mean, Mark Stoops is, has kicked our tail. Mark Stoops knows how to kick our tail. Do we hire Mark Stoops? Can Florida get Mark Stoops? I thought Florida could get Lane Kiffin pretty easily. They did it, obviously. They did it. Uh, I think they should have. Can we get Mark Stoops? Ooh, buddy. Can they get Mark Stoops? Uh, well, I mean, that, that may be That's the, the question rumor now. That floats around every, yep. every coaching hire. Yep, yep. It used to be like, oh, we don't want Mark. Now it's like, well. <laughs> 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 so, I, hey, again, we, we're reactionary. We go over the board. Uh, you know, if he beats Florida State, he beats Georgia, all this talk goes right out oh the window. We're back in. You know what I mean? If I start eating healthy, I'd lose weight. You know? <laughs> I mean, come on. There's a lot of shit that could happen here. But the fact of the matter is, it's like year two. I, yeah, he had a big win against the Tennessee Vols, which is like, I went on records thinking they're going to beat South Carolina or lose to South Carolina. So it's like, right. is that your signature win? I get the frustration with Billy, especially when you grew up. What I mean, because I did. I, I feared Steve Spurrier. I feared uh, Urban Meyer, you know, those, those were coaches that were probably going to kick your ass, you know, and, and they're used to that. And then to go around with the must champs and the, all these other jokers that have come down through to the floor. It's just, it's, how, how about this from, from Richard though? He's really good. Kentucky is a better program today than Florida. Why would Stoops go to Florida? And I think that's, that's probably a fair question, but. To get, I, I think he just floated out there to get more money, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I don't think I don't think Stoops is going anywhere. And right, right. And like you said, why should he? Um, you know, he's he's flirting with potential another 10, 11 win season here. You know, if he plays his cards right, who knows? I mean, this I've never worried. I've never wondered about a, a Georgia Kentucky game like I am this week. You know, and I'm not good at gambling, and I'm. May or may not lock one of these teams down. They're both but... begging you to block them. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it just feels like this is the like if this was the year that that he was going to get one over in Georgia. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the last time we have East and West? Kentucky's the East winner. You know what I'm yep. saying? Never, could... never happened before. No, no oh, shit. Hell. Well, and speaking of that, let's go there next, Shane, because Georgia survives. So let's call Surviving. it what it was: the Plains. 27 to 20 over Auburn. And this was not a fluke, Shane. Yeah. Maybe somebody didn't miss or, you know, just, just scan the highlights or what have you. Auburn was up 10 0 after yeah. the first quarter. Uh, Auburn was up 17 to 10 in the third. This game was tied with three minutes remaining. And hell, Shane, with 320 left of the third quarter, Auburn had 35 passing yards. Yeah. And they were still going toe to toe 
with the Georgia Bulldogs. Credit, you know, this is something we were, we were discussing with, with Kirby. Does he want a blowout? Does he want to, where they got to come back? Well, by God, they had to come back. And, and credit them because Carson Beck, the moment was not too big. So you learn something about your quarterback. But obviously, every, what the only thing people are, are focusing on, for good reason, Brock Bowers should yeah. be getting some love for the Heisman. Eight catches, 157 yards, a touchdown, which was the game winner. How about this stat, Shane? Just in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. when they needed him the most, Brock Bowers, four catches, 121 yards, and that touchdown, that was the game winner. Just incredible. And and this, I don't want to, this is kind of weird to say, because this is the first time Georgia looked like a champion to me in yeah. the fourth quarter. But again, <laughs> a champion would not struggle on the road to this degree. So they, they had to turn it on like they did against South Carolina a little bit later Credit Auburn for for punching above their weight. Credit those fans for making it an imposing atmosphere. Uh, what's your thoughts on Georgia barely winning twenty seven twenty against Auburn? Well, you know, again, I'm still I'm gonna I'm gonna beat this drum until you guys all get to experience it. But Auburn has a legit defense. If they paired this with a an elite offense, we'd be talking different story, different outcome in this game. Hell, Auburn probably be undefeated. You never know, but right. But this is a really, really good defense, and that's why I had a little reserve about this game is because of the sluggish starts that the Georgia Bulldogs keep having. You know, we keep making excuses and, and we keep celebrating their second half comebacks. But you know, the last two years we didn't have to worry about this. So this is this is new, but they're still finding ways to win, and they found ways to win with Brock Bowers. It's it was almost it. At the time, you know, I was like, you know, not guarding Brock Bowers, that's a that's a bold strategy. But then when you really watch the replays, they were all over him. There's everybody's afraid to tackle him and yeah. arm tackling. I mean, he, the guy just took over. I I've never seen I mean, if you really watch his runs, he runs with vengeance. He runs angry, you know. No wonder them little cornerbacks and DBs don't want to tackle him cuz they're going to get hurt, you know what I'm saying? So Right. Um this is this is what we needed to see, and we keep saying that. But this is again what's going to make this team better, and and I'm not, I, I'm not going to. I know I listened to you, Mike, pulling Georgia off the first ranking and stuff like that. I, I can't because I think that this is a national championship contender, and it's games like this that are going to vault them over some of these tougher opponents like Kentucky, may potentially Kentucky this week. Right. It's just such an outlier, though, Shane, to Auburn rush for 234 yeah. yards to Georgia's 107. Mm-hmm. That's why Auburn nearly won this game, because they were dominating them in, in that aspect. And uh, there was some confusion, some some mix-up, apparently. CBS said Hugh Freeze was making the like he took back play calling. Yeah. But Freeze says he just was approving the play. His didn't call him. I, I mean, we're getting whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't know where we're at, but this it's weird. Whatever he's doing worked. Yeah. Because they're still very, very limited at quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have virtually no threat of a passing attack yet. They're going toe to toe with Georgia. So it's I, almost like wildcat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, <laughs> you, you talked about the rushing attack. Most of that was given up to, Thorn and and you know touchdown Robbie right uh, this you remove their stats from here I mean it was 
I mean, it wasn't like a huge rushing a game, you know? And, uh, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, Oh, I don't know what the word I want to say here about. I'm not scared or worried about the future of the Georgia Bulldogs. Cause they're not going to face a, another team like this for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is again, more film that they've got out there that they can, Hey, if we do go against a mobile quarterback, this is how we can improve that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But kudos for, I mean, I, again, Auburn, if you're an Auburn fan, by God, you gotta be pumped up. I know, I know there's no such thing as a, what is that? A moral, a, a moral victory, but I would be happy. I'd be, you just went toe to toe with number one, Georgia. Imagine what this, what this is going to look like two, three years from now mm-hmm. when you got a full roster of, of, Freeze's uh, commits, you know? Only thing I didn't like, Shane, after, I think I already referenced this. Again, I apologize if I'm just sitting here repeating myself, but uh, Auburn defensive coordinator Ron Roberts yeah. a- after the yeah. game on Twitter. Don't go on Twitter. He said, I don't know what game y'all were watching. We were bracking him, <laughs> Brack Bowers, blah, blah, blah. And then he deleted it. So yeah. it was like, maybe they, you know, they took away it from few. He's not allowed to yeah. tweet. Maybe get Ron on that same plan. You know, it's like, there's no, there's no good in that. No, no, no. good. And stay off Twitter. Oof, yeah, I got another one coming on that. Believe me. So, uh, yeah. So Georgia survives, sets up a massive showdown. But speaking of surviving, Shane, we got to give this team their props. Neither one of us picked this game correctly. <laughs> which, if you wait, I'm still trying to figure out which yeah. one you're talking about. <laughs> Ole Miss, Shane keeps oh, it alive, yeah. fifty-five to forty-nine. Beats LSU in just a wild, wild back and forth game. Shane, uh, LSU had a nine point lead with five minutes in this ball game. Mm-hmm. Still found a way to lose. But this was, I mean, let's focus on the positive at first, Shane. Jackson Dart, incredible. 26 yeah. of 39, 389 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Judkins finally got him. This yeah. was the missing piece 177 yards. One rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown. Trey Harris, get him back in the lineup. Eight catches, 153 yards, the game-winning touchdown. Flip it to the other side, Shane. Jaden Daniels, 414 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, 99 rushing, a rushing touchdown. Logan Diggs, 101 rushing, two (laughs) touchdowns. And then Brian Thomas, eight catches, 124, three touchdowns. Malik Neighbors, eight catches, 102. What do they all have in common, Shane? They were going against shitty defenses. <laughs> oh my god, it was it was the worst defense I've seen, and uh, you know, in an SEC game, it was awful. My but... grandfather would have hated this. Game, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, he he liked them defense. Them six three scores. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was like pack after dark. You know, and and but you know. It was great. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It was probably one of the most exciting football games out there. And, uh, and the videos that you saw after this was even better. Kids jumping off the goalposts <laughs> and everything. But, you know, I, 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 I think, you know, especially with LSU defense, you know, we keep making excuses on, on why they won or why it was close and all this stuff. But man, they have got some serious issues back here in the secondary. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter who's out there. They are just carving them. And, um, so that's why I'm having to lower the bar with the LSU tigers. But again, I wanted chaos in the West and by God, we're getting it. Damn. Yeah, you are. Cause it, Ole Miss, I mean, hell now they're alive. I got to give it up. I don't even know if we can call them lane 
whiffing anymore because yeah, no. he got the big win. Got a big coach win. of the week. Yeah, I, I think he earned it because God, we were all throwing stones at him last week for good reason. I mean, you can't talk that much shit and, and have that big of an egg, but yeah. bounce back in a huge way. Shane, uh, Ole Miss, they had twelve drives. Yeah, they got stopped three times. They scored nine times. I mean, that's incredible. And it, I mean, hell, LSU wasn't much much different. They got stopped five times, seven scoring drives. So just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And over 1,300 yards total between them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. It was, it, it was again, exciting. In fact, you know, I was – I thought Ole Miss scored too soon. Yeah. I was yelling. We were watching this game. I was like, get down, get, you know, because if you don't, I was afraid you're going to leave too much time on the clock because there was no way. I just bashed LSU's defense, Ole Miss defense, no better. Right. You know, it's like whoever had the ball last was going to win this ball game, it felt like. And well, that's uh, true, but it, it, you know, it really came down to like they just ran out of time. Yeah. If there was 30 more seconds, LSU probably would have won this game. Oh, yeah. You know, but credit Ole Miss, credit the home team for getting it done. You know, that spread, that that shocked both of us. But again, Vegas knows more than we do. And Ole Miss keeps their season alive. Does it, Do you think this eliminate? I've seen people, Shane, they're like, LSU's done now. They're eliminated. Yeah. They still get Bama. They still got A&M. I, th- I don't think LSU's eliminated from anything, even the playoff, which a two-team, a two-loss team has never made the playoff. Right. So I get it. But if you... Find a way, and I it it doesn't seem likely. I'm not saying this is likely, but if they can beat, if they can win at Bama, if they can beat A and M, if they can make it to to the SEC championship and knock off an undefeated Georgia, yeah, how in the hell are you going to keep LSU out? So I don't think they're I don't think they're unlimited. As unlikely as that is, I think they're still. But they have got to be really careful, Mike. Yeah. Because they are going against a sleepy. Well, and Mizzou. I just overlooked. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, was like, oh. I was just about to say. I was like, you got Mizzou sitting out there, one of the few undefeated teams left in the SEC. Right. And again, you talk to any LSU fan, they are not worried about this game. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly where Mizzou wants them. Yeah. Coming off this devastating loss, I think this is a perfect opportunity. It's an early game. You know, there's going to be a lot of that sluggish coming out. Maybe a little hangover and. And, uh, yeah, I mean, could you imagine losing two in a row? Then you're like, wait a minute, Brian Kelly, the guy, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying that that we should worry about that right now. But, I'm again, they have got to make some changes, brother, on that, especially defensive side. They're just, just – it's just – it's terrible. And, hey, I know you won't even you won't even go here, Shane, So, but, but I'll say it. Yeah. Let's just say they beat Mizzou, which is not a given yeah. by any means. The rest of the LSU schedule, Auburn at home, Army at home, mm-hmm. at Bama, tough, Florida at home, Georgia State at home, A&M at home. Yeah. If they can get past Mizzou, I th- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think they could wreck them on that it, table. It, it, it goes back to the chaos. I don't think Alabama is done losing, you know? Right. I don't think. Hell, I don't think LSU's done losing. I don't think A&M's done losing. I, I think Ole Miss is, you know, maybe not done losing. There's there's going to be some more losses in the SEC, especially on that side. And mm-hmm. it's just 
who are you going to get? It's like any given Saturday now. And that's, that's the chaos I'm talking about. We, we didn't expect LSU to sneak into the SEC championship last year, but they did because they caught fire at the right time. So which team is going to catch fire this year? Do you Ole have Miss any took a step forward? Any concerns? I was asked this earlier. I, I didn't really know how to answer it, but do you have any concerns about Brian Kelly and if he can get it done? Because that that has always no. been kind of something that that hung with him. You know, where like he can't win the big game, and, right? You know, Notre Dame always choked, but yeah. they never they never had elite talent like he he could possibly get at LSU. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not because again the talent's not there yet. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's getting closer. Uh, they've had some really good classes, you know. They've had, I hate they're, they're saying yeah. that a boy Shane lock up the tide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving up on him just yet because again, this day and age, year three is when you start really looking at, a, a, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and we're just not there yet. So I, I think it, LSU natural. You you want to expect them to win championships sooner than later, but. He had. I mean, it was a gutted program. So, right. yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not being impatient. Okay. Okay. Well, I, you know who else? But fire the coach. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> now, if Dion wants to come around. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, speaking of being patient, Shane, we've patiently been asking people to sign up for mybookie.ag. Uh, primary sponsor of the show. Head on over to mybookie.ag today. Sign up with a new account with promo code. That SEC, T H A T S E C, they're willing to match your initial deposit up to a thousand bucks and they'll give you an instant 50% bonus with that promo. That SEC, Shane, I know you can't get a block to save your life. I've been four out of five this year, brother. So fade Shane, go with me, but only on the locks. One and nine. (laughs) (laughs) One and nine, baby. Over at buybookie.ag today. We really, really, really would appreciate it. We're also sponsored by Game Time Sidekick Show. I'm drinking out of a winning Game Time Sidekick this week. Yeah, there you go. Head on over to GameTimeSidekicks.com. Promo code SEC. 20% off your entire order today over at Game Time Sidekicks. Officially licensed NCAA tumblers, cups, baby cups, sippy cups, dog bowls. They got you covered over at Game Time. And last but certainly not least, Shane, Rogue, head on over to. Uh, I had a couple of them gummies. Yeah, over. I think with, that's, that was the problem right there. But uh, this is veteran owned and it's a hell of a product. They sent us over some, and that's really why we were late today. So <laughs> head on over to the rogueshop.com. I don't Pro- even have a job. <laughs> <laughs> rogueshop.com, promo code SEC, 25% off your entire order. That'll help the podcast and free shipping. On orders over a hundred bucks over at rogueshop.com. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion no need to settle for the usual twisted tea turns up any occasion especially when you're cheering on your favorite sec team twisted tea the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football keep it twisted 
The podcast is also brought to you by GameTime. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code THATSEC for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. GameTime is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. GameTime is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code that. SEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that SEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Shane, next on the docket, again, like I said, I mean, there's just so many good games here. We got to give it up for the devil cousin curse here. Because yeah. AM looked apart, beaten. Them hogs, 34-22. Everybody's out on Sam. They're out on him, but nobody's giving praise to Jimbo. First time, Shane, that Texas A&M is 2-0 in conference play under Jimbo Fisher, believe it or not. 400 or more yards, fifth straight game Mm -hmm. for Texas A&M's offense. Bobby Petrino lighting it up. No drop-off whatsoever, brother, with Max Johnson in the lineup. 17-28 for 210 yards, two touchdowns. Did have a pick six, but as many people in my comments, Shane, that was on that damn receiver. It didn't <laughs> block, so we're not even putting that on Max. Dominated the line of scrimmage, 204 rushing yards. I'm giving Anaya Smith, Shane, yeah. special teams player of the week. Punt return touchdown. I believe this was the game he got injured last year. Just to, what a bounce back performance to seal this game for them Aggies. And then I've said all that, Shane. Ain't even mentioned the defense. The defense was incredible. 15 tackles for loss, seven sacks. A pick, they picked six KJ, mm-hmm. allowed only 10 first downs. Arkansas's offense did not score a touchdown until the final drive. This is the AM we were hoping we'd see, particularly on defense. And I have to say it, Shane, they, they don't want to hear it because I've picked against them. So I hate them for life now, yeah. even though we spent six months pop propping them up a&m to me looks like the most complete team in the sec west and if they take care of business this upcoming week i think they're winning the west what say you well before we get going did you know that brad johnson and jason witten were at the game (laughs) uh you know you want to make you want to make a&m fun to watch get rid of the damn parent cams Right now. I mean, it is embarrassing. <laughs> and every reference, it's like, how many times can we talk about it? But anyway, here I am talking about it. You <laughs> feel like you're reliving the game, don't you, Razorback fans? But, hey, I, you know, as much as I want to pump up Max Johnson, I'm not. Because this was about the defense. Yeah. Dude, this defense is alive, and it has been for a couple weeks now. But you remove two of Arkansas's biggest plays – Dude, KJ threw for 70 yards. They ran for six, like total 100 yards of offense between them. So this defense was suffocating it. They were all over them. There was interceptions referred. It's like any type of momentum that Arkansas picked up, The our, Texas A&M took 10 steps forward with their defense. It was unrelentless. So it, it was just – 
embarrassing for, for Razorback fans because it felt like, again, we kept just doing the same thing over and over. KJ had no time, no time. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. You know, I look I look for the light at the end of the tunnel with some of these 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 fan bases and mm-hmm. and, and it's like I don't know what is Arkansas. I know you're at, not out on them, and I'm trying not, man. I'm hanging on by a thread by dear life. You know, it's just <laughs> what 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 do we have to see? You know, what do we have to see? Fourth and one, we're in shotgun with the biggest damn quarterback. You know, the momentum was right there, and then just the swing of the game, they kept losing it. Right, and that was the other one I was going to get to, Shane. I teased it, but apparently the offensive coordinator, that's not him drinking out of the dog bowl. That was my dog. Oh, but he uh, is everywhere yeah. today. <laughs> Tired of this apparently shit. Enos is yeah. uh, fed up, and he's he's like writing. Fe- Enos is fed up. <laughs> Wait, He's responding to emails from oh. people that are saying, like, go under center, you know, really? this and that. He's and- not answering my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I know he sees them. But again, I mean, this is not what you want to see from your offensive coordinator yeah. uh, after that performance that they just put up. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, and some people in the comments are saying, hey, A&M, that it, they ain't good. It's it's our shitty offensive line. But when it's back-to-back weeks yeah. and all of a sudden, hey, maybe we're not giving Auburn enough credit. Maybe they are good. Yeah. They just went toe-to-toe with Georgia. Yeah. Ain't nobody else doing that. Right. A&M dominated them, too, on the line of scrimmage. Two yep. S. That's that's when you really know. I hate all this. You ain't played nobody. The block, let's get over that. Yeah. We've, had, we've played multiple SEC games. When you're dominating on the line of scrimmage in the SEC, you are legit, and that's what we were thinking we were going to get from A&M, and that's what makes them a contender to win the West and possibly even the entire SEC. Yeah. Don't you think? They've got... When you think about a championship team, they've got it. They got the pieces. They got the playmakers right. on the outside. The running game starting to come in form. Max Johnson is legit. I got a little worried when he got banged up, you know, because I don't know what it looks like after him. But you know, that's that's my only concern is just health. You know, we had a few players get banged up during this game, but the defense, buddy, they're going to keep them in every single football game they played this year. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not. I'm not locking them down for any type of championships, but man, <laughs> it's hard not to kind of fall in love with these Aggies right now, you know? Yeah. They're they're hitting it at in stride at the right time. You know, was did Miami suck? Yes. But it's like since then they've kind of just, hey, we figured this thing out. And like you said, Auburn, maybe Auburn's better than we thought, especially on defense. Right. I I just incredibly impressed, Shane, when you lose your starting quarterback in the the, the fashion they did. Yeah. And just have no drop off, be efficient as hell, and this is always just a weird game, Shane. That's that's why I went with Arkansas. I realize it, you know, that Arkansas is the underdog, mm-hmm. and they're hell. We had Tylen here; he was on, he's on suicide watch yeah. entering that game. I can only imagine mm-hmm. after, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, they didn't think they were going to win, but this is just a weird game, and weird things happen. And there was a pick six by Max Johnson. And then that was right after that, a pick six by KJ. That was the weirdness. Yeah. But the weirdness did not affect A&M whatsoever. They just took care of business. And I would go so far, Shane, I I think the most damning thing you can say about an SEC team, we can say in this one, I think A&M kind of made it Arkansas quit at the end. Yeah. 
And and that's pretty damn it. That's bad of Sam Pittman, but it's also because A&M just warmed down, physically dominated, and, and kind of punked them. And, and if you can do that in this league, you got a hell of a team. Well, I'm telling you what, it doesn't get easier. If you look at A&M's schedule, they they still got some doozies coming. Yeah. Obviously, Bama's the biggest one. That's kind of been a thorn in their side. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you got their schedule pulled up? Because right after that, I believe, is Tennessee. Yep. And then Ole Miss is somewhere in there. What was uh, What's the next four games? Yeah, hold on one second. What's the, what's the, you asked me the one I don't have prepared. <laughs> but I got it right the here. One. Yeah, so they got Alabama this week. Yeah. Then at Tennessee, yeah. Then a bye, South Carolina at home, at Ole Miss, which they can't beat it. They they never right. beaten Lane Kiffin. Mississippi State at home, which they have, of course, that was under Leach, but they got they have trouble with Mississippi State, yeah. Abilene, and then at LSU. So so do the first four if they play like they're playing right now, four zero. Really? Okay. You hear that? Aggies? But not a. I mean, not a guarantee. I mean, it's yeah. Alabama at Tennessee, South Carolina. Well, you hate Alabama. But we ain't even got. To, yeah, you don't even want to talk about. Come on, them. Bordo, Come we'll on. We'll talk about them <laughs> Tuesday. You know. <laughs> well, we got uh, we got a couple ones off this one, buddy. Yeah. This was this was a good one. First one, the Devil Cousin Curse is real. Hey, cousin Mike, cousin Shane, cousin Rob here. Uh, I'm an Arkansas fan, and first I have to say. Fuck you very much for picking Arkansas over A&M. The double cousin curse is real. And, uh, you know, Arkansas fans, we're not bad people. We don't deserve this. Nah, I'm just playing. It's not your guys' fault. My theory is that part of the deal that Jerry Jones and the Waltons made with that mysterious stranger at a crossroads at midnight during a full moon all those years ago, the deal that made them all their money was that their alma mater's football program would suck complete dick forever. It's the only explanation. Anyway, despite y'all cursing us, uh, appreciate you guys and all you do. Keep up the great work on the pod. And then we have one more. This is this guy was not even nearly as optimistic, Shane, but he's down on them hogs. Y'all, I'm a hog fan, and I just got to say, we And yes, I could have been a lot louder. Have a good one, y'all. <laughs> oh, oh man, there's Ty's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arkansas's down bad. They're in despair, Shane. And yes, as as you noted, these are the clean versions. I mean, eighty voicemails, a lot of profanities. I wait waited through this morning, but uh, yeah, some good stuff well, there, Mike. I'm, let's say I'm a Razorback fan. We're sitting here, just I mean, some devastating losses here the last few weeks. Yeah, talk me off the ledge. Where's the silver lining? How, how do we? What? How can we spin this and still salvage a, a good season here? Uh yeah. I mean, it's difficult. Um, I thought we got KJ going last week. We got Rocket Sanders back in the lineup. Yeah. But again, what did we say last week? I mean, of course, it turned out to be wrong. But we said, you're not going to get a tougher game, I don't think, than at LSU at night. Yeah. And they went toe-to-toe with them. Now, they got embarrassed by A&M. Right. But what are we sitting here saying about A&M? Could they win the West? Right. Could they make a playoff? You know what I mean? Like, they could be of that caliber. So, yes, I get it. You're, you're demoralized. You're screaming at the top of your lungs. We suck. Fire Pittman. Enos doing these stupid emails. 
it's inexcusable. I, I get all that. But again, uh, let's look at their schedule. I mean, I, I, I'm not sitting here saying they're going to win all these games, but who's they, they got at Ole Miss. They yeah. have some, some voodoo on Ole right. Miss. Let, let's just say they lose it, though, because they're on a losing streak. At Alabama, I mean, things will go off the rails. Yeah. But that's a hell of a stretch. A lot of people thought they'd lose those four anyway. Not Shouldn't have lost BYU. No, ex, no excuse. But Mississippi State at home, they could beat them. Yeah. At Florida, after they play Georgia, you could beat them. Auburn, who knows if they even got a team left. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, you can beat them. Florida International, you could beat them. And then what if Missouri's got this like 10 and 1 record and you knock him off? Yeah. Again, you're not I'm not sitting here saying you're gonna beat every team you play, but if if they can go that final five, we're talking seven and five. And I realize that's not the expectation you came into the season with. But why are we sitting here saying, well, God, we're the fucking worst. We went seven and five, blah, blah, blah. If I mean, you beat BYU, you're eight and four. Right. You know, I, I yeah, you're right. So, I, so I'm, I'm saying now, if they lose by 50 to Alabama, <laughs> if they lose by 30 to Ole Miss, we got some real problems. Right. Because we should not be getting embarrassed like that. But they still could sneak up and get one of these teams. Right. You know, I'm not, right, we're going to get, eventually, I promise we're going to get to Alabama. Whenever Mike wants to talk about them, but this is a team like if this is the year, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna get the tide, yeah, you would think it'd be this season. And Sam's just not had that damn signature win in a while, and and galvanize his fan base and let them know that hey, things aren't that bad, you know? Right, and and I think it's the close losses. I think it's struggling on fourth and and third short, yeah, and some. You know, it, we can all question things when they don't work, yeah. but there's a lot of questioning going on. Yeah. There's a lot of shit's not working, and that's fair. That's why these guys get paid. So guys like me and you and the rest <laughs> of these fans, if they didn't care, they wouldn't be screaming. Yeah, They wouldn't be carrying on. You know what right. I mean? So you better hope they still care. Otherwise, apathy yeah. is, is the worst damn thing. You know what? Speaking of, we're going to talk about Mississippi State now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alabama goes on the road. Whoops. Mississippi State forty to seventeen, and you know my favorite thing about this game, Shane, it was What's that? nothing even between the lines. It was Pat Ball saving, getting, getting fired, fired up. up. Miss Terry <laughs> had enough, you know. Did you see it? He credited her, and I don't know if that's true or not. But this is this is the saving we want. The the rants on the sideline actually giving a shit. I think he may have been taking some medicine, you know what I'm saying? And it just kind of mellowed him out. Right. And she just started hiding his pills. So that's the <laughs> only thing I can guess has happened here. Because there was some change. I know it was late. It was past his bedtime. He was already grumpy yep. to begin with. But, you know, it felt like that was the emotion this team needed to to get going, you know, this whole year it's just been these sluggish starts and mm-hmm. lackluster performances, and Nick Saban over there clapping and rooting them on, you know. But man, now he's getting into their ass. That's what I like. Yeah, and, and to me, Shane, this game though, it was watching Alabama is is, is kind of rough for me right now. Yeah, because they they're like a one trick pony. Yeah, they got Jalen Milrow, who's an incredible athlete. Yeah, but he's. He's not only is he leading him in passing, he's leading him in rushing. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I, you know, unless you're Johnny Manziel, Cam Newton, you know, that's not a good sign to me. Uh, 10 of 12 passing, he barely had to pass the ball, 160 yards, 
no passing touchdowns, but 69 rushing and two scores on the ground. This game was one chain because at, uh, Mississippi State came, they scored with six minutes left in the first half. It was 17 10. It was a ball game. Yeah. But then Bama did what Bama does against Mississippi State, just demoralized him with that pounding rushing attack, went 12 plays, 75 yard touchdown drive. And then Will Rogers immediately throws a pick. And, and they scored with like two minutes left. Yeah. You know, that should have been the final yeah. position. Will throws a pick. They get they get it at the 30. They score again. It's 31 to 10. And that was all she wrote. Will Rogers threw three picks in here. Mm-hmm. You're just you're you're not gonna beat Mississippi State had three turnovers. Alabama had zero. Right. Alabama didn't beat themselves. And that's why they won convincingly. But none of this is that impressive to me, Shane. And I, I guess I'm just I'm just a Bama hater. I get it. Third downs, Bama five of twelve. Yeah, Mississippi State five of thirteen. I mean, it's, it's virtually similar. Sacks, Alabama got four sacks. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State four sacks. Yeah, tackles for loss. Alabama had eight. Mississippi State had seven. I mean, this this what? is just a team. One team made mistakes. Yeah. One didn't. And one has better roster. So, yeah, the, I get it. The final score is lopsided, but I think Mississippi State's awful. I really do. Their defense especially. That's the biggest surprise for me is how bad this defense is playing. I thought if I was to pick one side of the ball, and I know it's easy to pick on Will Rogers and his three interceptions and, and whatnot, but this defense also had opportunities to get them the ball in better position. Right. But they just couldn't do it, and – yeah, and you—that's Zach Arnett's baby. That's that's what I mean. That's what he's supposed to be able to do is make the best out of the worst, and mm-hmm. just couldn't get that going. Will Rogers? I don't know. I feel like we're just trying to just jam this circle into the square peg. It's just not working. Right? It's not working, Ar- Arnett. It's not working. If you're watching this podcast, try something different. You know, it is. It's not your your job's on the line. You are you are on the hottest of hot seats right now. Because no one likes you. All right. I hate I hate to be the guy. I'm sure his parents like him. I'm sure his family likes him. You know, but if you talk to Mississippi Mississippi State, it's like, what's where's the future of this? Where where's where's the light at the end of the tunnel? You know, if you had uh, if you had the pirate, yeah, he had a tough, tough go out, out of the first season, but that's what he does. It builds it back up. And then that then there's something to look forward to. There's 10 win seasons in the future if you just keep this thing going. And yeah. now it's just like we're spinning our wheels. And I don't know what the offense is doing. I I definitely don't know what the defense is doing. This was a team that you actually had an opportunity. Kudos to the players coming in there. I mean, they 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 kept it close. They had there were some moments in this game, but they had to play a perfect game. They couldn't squander any opportunities, and they did. And when they did, Alabama won. Yeah, and think of it this way, Shane. While he was under uh, Mike Leach, yeah, Leach basically let him kind of recruit. He was kind of head coach of defense. Yeah, he got to recruit his own players. I mean, this is not like some massive turnover where he's like. I had to inherit all these guys. They don't fit with what I – he picked the defensive coordinator who's been there several years. I don't see athletes on this team from mm-hmm. Mississippi State. I mean, they got a couple nice players, but on defense, severely lacking. Yeah. And that's, that's what I was worried about because I didn't think they'd have anybody that can match Jalen Milrow, spy him. If he yeah. took off and run, it was just good luck trying to catch yeah. him. And that's what this was. So again, credit Alabama. They're, they this was this was bully ball that they wanted. Yeah, this is who they thought they'd be. 
but it's one thing to do against Mississippi State. I'll tell you this, though. I'll tell you right now, because we're going to be talking about this all week. If they do it to A&M, yeah. then I'm back. I'm back. I'm back yeah. on the bandwagon. Because it's a different beast. Yeah. Because I don't think Mississippi State's got one A&M's guy on got, that defense that, yeah. that could play for A&M. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's a completely, completely different animal. But, uh, again, call me a hater, but this is nice win on any win on the road. That's what they say, which is it's true, though, in the SEC yeah. is, is, a, is a good win. But this is not that impressive to me. Is it to you? No, not for Alabama. I'm, Why are you giving me shit on Alabama then? I just wanted to say it. I mean, everybody okay. knows. Everybody knows you hate them. <laughs> I, I, again, I I will say this. I love I love the fiery sideline. I yeah. You know, there was glimpse. There was just moments in this game that you right. just thought about the all time uh, the defense. Kudos to Alabama. You want to talk about silver lining? That's a good defense. That's a really, I mean, it's a stout, it's a stout program. And and I'm looking forward to next week when they do play A and M. Yeah, because that is going to be damn fireworks over there. But like you said, Alabama, what they're doing now has worked until they face a team that can contain Jalen. And then what happens when you have to throw the football? You know, when you have to stretch the field. He's had moments when he's been able to do it. He's very efficient during this game, but he's not. Not a forced. single receiver had two catches. Yeah. So, what uh, they're going to have to there's somebody's going to have to emerge. So, Alabama's got plenty of talent. They're just going to need some dudes to step up. Who's the next generation of all great wide receivers to come out of Alabama? We need it. We need something. We need another spark over there besides Jalen. It can't just be one guy. Right. So, last but not least, Shane. Muzzy. <laughs> mm. Missouri, still undefeated, brother. Undefeated. 38-21 over them Vanderbilt Commodores. And they really dominated this game. Yeah. It was 24-7 heading into the fourth, and then they kind of traded scores there to make it a little bit more interesting. But, Shane, that's, that's, Brady Cook. Yeah. I mean, everybody was done with the guy. All he do, is doing now is looks like the hottest quarterback in the SEC. 33 of 41, 398 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Luther, Bird, my Lord, 11 catches, 142 touchdowns. He's the best receiver. Can you believe in three in the games country. he's got 958 yards receiving? Nah, I'm just kidding. It just feels like it. <laughs> uh, Theo, and they fixed third down. Shane, six of 12. That's been something that's been plaguing him. was good, too. Weiss, 10 catches, 118 yeah. and a touch. Uh, Brady Cook. All-time SEC record, most consecutive passes without an interception. He's he's at three fifty something right now. The record is three twenty six. I thought he was going to throw a pick when they said that. If you remember, <laughs> he got the record, and then there, there was a penalty. And I was like, "Damn it, he's going to throw an interception here." Yeah, yep. It, well, look where Brady's at now, Shane. Fourth in the conference in yards, mm-hmm. second in completion percentage, fourth in yards per completion. Second in touchdowns, first in interceptions, second in rating. I mean, let the man cook. This uh, Eli's making us all look stupid on yeah. this one, isn't he? Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. That, but it was funny because Vanderbilt did make it a little interesting there for like a minute, just a brief minute. And right? Like, Damn it, Mizzou, you do this every single week. You know, we just just as soon as I'm about to turn off and watch another game, they they let a score in, but. Kudos to them, man. Uh, undefeated. Whoever thought? 
who ever thought besides this gal on that SEC podcast <laughs> they'd be undefeated at this moment going into an LSU matchup, which LSU screwed up, you know, should yep. be game of the week. But anyway, I'm 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 pumped up for these guys. They're 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 on cloud nine and rightfully so. And what I love about it is the balance of this team. You know, I, I look at, you know, say what you want. Schrader's like the all, and he like the leading rusher in the SEC. He was, but not, not, okay. well, I pre- think it's Ray Davis now. <laughs> yeah, 300 yards in one game will do that. But I mean, he's right there at it. Yeah. And then you got Cook, extremely balanced, able to run, able to throw. You got, you got other targets starting to merge. Um, the defense is, is solid. I mean, that have they, did they make a couple of mistakes in this game? Yes but not enough that they couldn't fix, you know? So right. I just I just think this is a well-balanced team. And, and you were talking about A&M earlier, and I'm not comparing the two teams, but, you know, when you're talking about championship runs and, and having the opportunity to, to take it to that next level, you can't just be a one-trick pony. You've got to have... All all facets. You gotta you gotta be going. So right. I, I think that's what I like most about Missouri. Even their special team is you know, Mevis has figured it out. You know, he's kicking seventy yard field goals like, like it's nothing. <laughs> so I and love a, it. A sign of a mature team. Yeah. This was a trap game. Oh they, yeah. But they they yeah. you didn't sense that at all from the Missouri Tigers, you know? Nope, not at all. And we we even got their fan chain calling in. It's like they don't even know what to do with their hands. They're five and zero. Oh. They don't even know how long it's been since they've been five and zero. Oh. Here we are in 2023. I got nothing bad to say. My Mizzou Tigers, baby, five and zero oh for the first time in long enough, buddy. Let's go. The rest of the SEC, I don't know. They just look beatable. Come on, LSU. Come on home and bring. Whatever you have, because Mizzou Tigers, we're ready. We're five and zero. What is that weak ass secondary? We'll take the top right off of that. Let's go, go Tigers! Love the show. Five and zero. Weak ass secondary. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. <laughs> All right, last thing, Shane, real quick again. All time weekend here. Opening lines are out. Pretty yeah. interesting. Uh, and think about this, Shane. Well, I'll get to that when we're done. Western Michigan yeah, at Mississippi State, opening line. Oh, geez. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Mississippi State. This is the one dud game. <laughs> yeah. I'll give them 13. 22. Okay. They give them a little bit. Can they score 22 points? <laughs> Just kidding. Come on, Mississippi. Yeah, ba- Bandy at Florida. Must win for Billy Napier. Ooh. Ooh, uh, Florida, 17. Close, 19. Arkansas at Ole Miss, always a wild game. Mm, Ole Miss, 6. 11. 11. Ooh. Alabama at mm. A&M. Mm. Pick them. Three and a half, Bama. Oh, okay. Bama always gets the love from Vegas. Yeah. Haters. That L- one's going to change. LSU at Mizzou. Uh, man, LSU, nine. Seven. Mm. Kentucky? No respect. no respect. At Georgia. Kentucky at Georgia. I'll go Georgia, 12. 15. 
Lock up him, kids, bro. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. <laughs> and then a little side one, Oklahoma, Texas, four and a half. I mean, guys, so many good games. And this is what I was going to say, Shane. Right now, Kentucky and Georgia, mm-hmm. they're tied for first. Yeah. They're playing each other. Alabama A&M, tied for first in the West. They're playing each other. LSU, Mizzou, they're each number three in, in, in their respective divisions. So, I mean, this is... Separation of Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to go up some new words, but this will be one, one hell of a Saturday. You know what? Oh yeah, man. You no, know, and, and I I love it because again, you always look forward to the next Saturday, like after yours is done, and then you're <laughs> like, damn, this is some good games. But I also like how it's broke up. You know, it's two and two and two. It's yeah. it, we're gonna. There's no downtime. You're gonna be able to watch two games the entire time, uh, but not get drowned with it. So I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. All right, buddy. We, we went a little long. We're a little late. Anything before we hop offline? A lot of people wonder where the Mayo's at, man. Well, the Mayo's gonna be tomorrow. Uh, a little late tonight. It's well, you guys know you're on tent. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Can't, we can't bullshit. Yeah, them. I can't bullshit. <laughs> Shut the door. Though. You're letting the light in. You know. <laughs> but uh, no, tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to do the mayo and uh, uh, look forward to that. Yep. Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad it's not me, brother. I'm not going to lie. Ugh. But uh, uh, thanks for. I was always afraid. Like, what if you drowned in the mayo? Like, you know, have you ever done the cinnamon thing? Or you seen people do the cinnamon? And they like they do the cinnamon challenge, so they do a spoonful of cinnamon. And Aren't you they... allergic? Well, I am. So that's right. why I've never done the challenge. <laughs> but I wouldn't do it anyway because these guys they start they start inhaling it and stuff. I'm like, well, what if the mayonnaise? I mean, I've never just breathe had... through, breathe through your nose. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all mayo, you know. So we'll figure well, it out. We'll survive. Uh, yeah. On that note, let's get Shane out of here. Like he doesn't know how to handle mayonnaise. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> I appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate all the cousins out there we'll catch you on the next one all right see you guys go balls hey buddy this beer's for you mike and cousin shane that sec podcast loves the pirate and the pirate loves that sec podcast hail state